The Legal Corner Podcast Series. Welcome to today's episode of The Legal Corner, a podcast which covers a variety of legal issues to keep you informed. Hosted by attorney at law Colin Dinoon and communication specialist Leonardo Torres. Happy to be back with you on the Legal Corner podcast series. Leonardo will join us on a subsequent episode when he's able to do so. In today's episode, we will be looking at sexual harassment in the workplace. And our distinguished guest is Miss Antonia Pierre. Let's tell you a bit about her. Miss Antonia, Antonia Pierre is a senior associate at Hove and Associates Attorney at Law. She joined the firm in July. 2018 to gain practical experience before being called to the bar in November 2018 and admitted to practice in the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. She read for law for five years prior to a call. She attended Bishop's Ansley High School in Port of Spain and immediately upon completing secondary school, Ms. Pierre pursued her Bachelor of Laws at the University of the West Indies, St. Augustine, graduating with honours, after which she entered Hugh Wooding Law School. Upon her graduation from the Hugh Wooding Law School with her legal education certificate, she was awarded the Alfred and Sybil Rajkumar Memorial Prize for the best performance in civil procedure and practice one and civil procedure and practice two by a Trinidad Tobago student. She is also the holder of a certificate of participation in mediation advocacy training from the Hugh Wooding Law School. Ms. Pierce is the senior partner in civil litigation matters and acts as both advocate or instructing attorney as required. She specializes in property disputes, employment law, and constitutional law. So good day to you, Antonia, and welcome to the Legal Corner Podcast. Hi, good morning, Colin. Thanks for having me here. Lovely. I am glad that you are gracing us with your presence on this podcast. Right, so we're going to get right into it. Tell us what constitutes sexual harassment in the workplace. All right, well, it's actually defined well. The Ministry of Labor has produced a Trinidad and Tobago National Workplace Policy on Sexual Harassment um, to guide entities within Trinidad as to what is sexual harassment and it's actually defined as any physical, verbal or non-verbal conduct of a sexual nature and other conduct affecting the dignity of women and men which is unwelcome, unreasonable and offensive to the recipient. It is done it is done such as that which affects a person's job or creates a hostile work environment. So that's how it um, emanates into sexual harassment within the workplace. And who would you say are normally victims of sexual harassment? Well, anyone could be a victim of sexual harassment, whether male or female, whether the person is in a supervisory capacity or below that. It tends to be, though, that um, these statistics statistics would more show that female are victims because um, what would occur is that men would be less likely to report same. Okay. Now, would you say that this is very prevalent in Trinidad and Tobago? Well, in 
There's, in Trinidad and Tobago, there's a general lack of legislation targeting sexual harassment in the workplace. And as a result of this lack of legislation, there isn't really punishment stipulated specifically for sexual harassment in the workplace. What is the result of this is that less persons are more likely, less persons are likely to report instances of sexual harassment so that there wouldn't be accurate statistics as to the prevalence of it in Trinidad and Tobago. Most of the times what ha- what happens is that when there are instances of sexual harassment, they will culminate more in issues of workplace disputes such as termination, constructive dismissal, things like that. Now, talk to us about the, the power dynamic at play in the workplace because sometimes, you know, Normally, it's a case where it's a senior person who may be sexually harassing somebody who is junior. So um, what type of options will really be available to someone who is being sexually harassed and they're, they're afraid to speak up about it? Right. So, well, as I was saying, we don't have specific legislation currently towards um sexual harassment in the workplace, right? But, you know, where the law is silent, legislation, we could always rely on the common law. And from as early as 1995, the Industrial Court of Trinidad and Tobago has adjudicated in matters involving sexual harassment in the workplace, applying different case law. So what you would see usually is that the sexual harassment would arise in instances of termination or constructive dismissal, things like that. So that you would see, for instance, it had um, a matter, trade dispute number 17 and 1995, between Bank Employees Union and Republic Bank Limited, where the company dismissed a worker over allegations made against him by certain female workers of sexual harassment. He was previously employed for 25 years. He had an unblemished record. However, the company had a thorough investigation and assessed the seriousness of the worker's conduct, terminated his service, and the industrial court actually upheld the company's decision and dismissed the union's application for reinstatement. So, the options for someone who's experiencing sexual harassment in a workplace is to bring it to the attention of the um the necessary authority, whether that be your HR manager, your direct supervisor, your trade union, because there are remedies internally within the workplace that could address same, because as at the end of the day, your employer has a duty to provide a safe workplace and the courts will deal with same accordingly. Okay, at this point, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back and thank you for staying with us. Antonia, before the break, you were just talking to us about the ways in which someone can, or the options that are available to someone who may be experiencing sexual harassment. Now, is there any type of proposed legislation on the way to deal with this 
situation or is it that we're just going to remain without any type of um, legislative protection? Well, as I was saying earlier, the um, Ministry of Labor has produced a a policy on sexual harassment in the workplace to guide persons internally. Um, Regionally, the CARICOM has completed its draft model sexual harassment bill for protection against sexual harassment. This has been... um, So... You will see that um, Bahamas and St. Lucia have since created an offense of sexual harassment within their Sexual Offenses and Domestic Violence Act. The hope is that Trinidad and Tobago, as a CARICOM member, does adopt something similarly. Well, but generally, currently, you know, within Trinidad and Tobago, we have the Sexual Offenses Against the Persons Act. So certain instances of sexual harassment can be reported to the police Action can be brought there with respect to criminal proceedings. There is also, one may argue, under the OSH Act, that's the Occupational Safety and Health Act, employers are required to create a safe workplace for their workers. And sexual harassment within the workplace, this is something if you bring to your employer's attention, this affects your workplace. So this is something they can address. So then a complaint can be made to the OSH authority. Also, under the Equal Opportunity Act of Trinidad and Tobago, sexual harassment is encompassed as unlawful sex discrimination against a man or woman in the category of employment. So someone can also seek redress at the Equal Opportunity Tribunal and Commission. So these are... some just some parts where it could be addressed in the legislation, but as of course there is the need for specific legislation for sexual harassment. Would you say there's a blurry line between what constitutes sexual harassment and what doesn't, or is it always clear cut? It's not clear cut because of the Look, the lack of legislation to specifically define what is the offense of sexual harassment, but the the baseline of it is that once is acts of a sexual nature that is unwanted, unwanted being the most important aspect, then it will constitute sexual harassment. Okay, great. Well, Antonia, this has been a great conversation. I just like to thank you for stopping by. Thanks for having me again. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Legal Corner podcast series. For more information, please visit us at our Facebook or Instagram pages or send your comments to thelegalcornerpodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.